Welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show, this time coming at you from sunny Marbella. Exciting times. Big Bad Boris has actually allowed the gyms to open in the UK for UK listeners. So 25th of July is go time for us all. Super exciting times ahead. Uh, this has been a day we've been waiting on for quite a while. I remember when like lockdown was initially mentioned, I had literally just landed back from Canada and they closed the gyms, I think, on a Friday evening. Um, and then they said it was going to be a three-week lockdown. Who would have thought four months later down the road we'd still be in this situation? But first of all, I want to say to everyone, like a huge amount of my clients who are absolutely killed it down the last few months, uh, training from home and with limited equipment. Like I'm so, so proud of each and every one of you because this isn't like the easiest thing for us all to work around. And it's, I know it's been an incredibly stressful time. So like big pat on the back to you like well done i've seen some insane results during this period so like it's just incredible and if you can achieve things with limited resources imagine what you can do come the 25th of july when you get the playground back of the gym so there we go uh in regards to other exciting matters i'm currently in marbella and i have had access to a gym out here with actual other human beings around which has been very surreal so i don't know if anyone else has found that when they've gone back to the gym uh, gone back to the gym sorry gone back to like public places other people like being around seems a little bit weird so makes you feel a little bit agoraphobic um but however we will get back to normal so in regards to the gym's back opening back up which is absolutely awesome because in my opinion i'm a bit skeptical about this whole coronavirus thing but i'm not going to go into any further detail with that because i don't want to upset anyone who's maybe lost loved ones for it but i think maybe um there might be ulterior motives in play here. However, that's not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is to give you some concise advice of what to do. And now you can have access back to the gym. So how should you set training up? What should we really looking to do? So, okay, there's a couple of instances here. If you've not trained with weights at all, you've only been doing body weight workouts, you really want to focus on just going back in, I would suggest probably with a full body split because you're going to get incredibly bad doms when you first go back to the gym if you haven't trained with weights for four months. So I would suggest probably doing like a three to four full body sessions a week for maybe two to three weeks and then breaking things up into maybe like an upper lower split for three, a few weeks. And then you could maybe advance to a more body part split there afterwards. Um, the real thing we want to try and watch out for here with this situation is actually the uh, recovery capabilities we have and the amount of volume we're training with because your ability to recover is the most important thing we we need here and we're not going to have that because our body will become very detrained to this so if you haven't trained with weights at all please i would probably i know you're going to want to go in there you want to do everything and go balls to the wall that you did before but that's probably not the most productive way to get the results back and get yourself in the position you want to be in so i'd suggest that you look to try and break things up probably to more of a full body training split uh, and then go from there if you have been training at home, but maybe with limited equipment, maybe just dumbbells and barbells, I'd probably just go into like an upper lower split um, and then go pretty much like pretty full on from there. But I would probably keep the volume down slightly um, for the first week and then see how your recovery is and then look to try and progress upwards from there. The big thing I want everyone to think about though is that like training is a skill and we have to remember that if we haven't, for example, barbell squatted for four or five months, and say, for example, you would normally do a barbell squat with, say, 140 kilos. If you go and try and do that and you haven't done that for five months, your ability to move in that movement pattern will have become incredibly detrained. So you have to like rebuild up that skill, which will come super fast. It's like riding a bike. But I wouldn't suggest you go back in straight where you were in terms of like exactly the same 
weights you were lifting before because that's going to be a recipe for disaster. Uh, I think physios are going to be incredibly busy the next few weeks when the gyms are open because there'll be a lot of people going in there like, like Billy Big Balls. Oh, you know, I used to bench three plates like four months ago. I haven't touched a weight for four months. Let's, have, let's give it a go. And then bang, torn peck. Um, and we have to remember like Rome wasn't built in a day and your physique wasn't built in a day. And something that like I always think is that like one set won't make your physique, but one set done badly can break your physique. If you like tear your pec, tear your bicep, if you get a serious injury to like your back, like that's a problem and that's going to sit you back big time, if not permanently. So think of it with a little bit of sense. Uh, there's a saying of like, before you're 30, you tend to use your balls when you train. And then when you're after 30, you use your brain. So think about trying to use your brain more. Now I am 30 plus. I actually try and like train it a little bit more intelligently rather than just with aggression of like, and of how hard I can push myself. I try and connect with my body, body with what I'm actually trying to do. So think about like the skills we need to acquire with the movements and that's really what we want to be focusing on when we first get back into the gym is making sure our mobility is back our stability we're actually engaging with uh, the exercises correctly and that we have got the skill back and once we've got the skill back we can then look to try and push up and progress from there onwards it's going to be incredibly exciting and i cannot wait to see the atmosphere in the gym it's going to be absolutely banging seeing like everyone we haven't seen for ages you see the atmosphere i think would be sick and i think everyone have so much appreciate i'm getting excited talking about this podcast but like everyone have so much appreciation for each other and like bringing people closer together which i think will be incredible so exciting times ahead um back into terms of training like the one thing i want everyone to try and focus on with uh the skill acquisition part of the exercises is something that ben pikolsky talks about a lot and that's called ssi so before every set think and every rep think uh ssi stands for set up stabilize initiate so say for example a back squat we want to set up so we want to when we unwrap the weight like how's our foot position where are we looking to try and move first like are we locked in place so we're going to set up with our feet position how we're holding the bar where the bar's positioned on our back we stabilize big breath brace our core and then we're going to look to initiate with the muscles we're actually trying to train so like the initiate i think is where a lot of people go wrong is they don't think about say for example they think about bench press they think about just moving the bar they don't think about shortening their pec or like contracting through their chest which is why you see a lot of people when they you do for example bench press it's a very shoulder dominant movement so always think like and this is something to think about as well like a lot of people say for example with chest and shoulders in particular say they can't develop them or think okay when i'm doing this exercise do i actually feel the muscle i'm trying to train work if you don't then you need to change it because something isn't working and the body is like the most adaptive creature in the world and like your body will always try and utilize the bigger muscles to overpower movements and we basically want to almost override that wiring and teach the body to move correctly and the issue we have is that once we've done a movement over and over and over again slightly incorrectly that like neural pathway is embedded into our brain we need to essentially almost unteach that and learn the new skill again so anyone who for example has played golf like i've played golf incredibly badly a few times and um when someone, say, for example, changes your grip, the way you grip the club, if they change it, say you had a poor grip to a correct grip, when you initially try the correct grip, it will feel really weird and wrong. But after a while, that pattern will come back in where your that mind-muscle memory where you'll get used to holding the club in a certain way. They'll make a big difference. So let's really try and focus on SSI when we get back into the gym. So set up, stabilize, initiate, and that will help us and keep us in good stead for getting results in terms of training. 
Now, one other thing we're going to have to like bear into uh, fact is what's going to be the situation with how much access we're going to have in terms of time restrictions with training. So we don't know as of yet, like I think there's going to be a booking system for a lot of gyms and we're going to be fairly short on time. So again, what I would suggest that everyone does in this respect, like ideally if you can get four training sessions in a week, that's absolutely perfect. Three is fine. Um, anything more than that is, is bonus. Uh, what I would say you focus on is the big core compound lifts, the most bang for your buck movement. So what you want to think about um, in terms of like making an effective session, so for say 45 to 60 minutes, is you don't want to be doing like little preacher curls or uh, like single leg leg extensions or like abductor or anything like that. Like think about doing the bigger movements that we've talked about, like the squats, the bench presses, uh, pull-ups, big movements which use like multi-joints and use lots of muscles will get you the most uh, progress in terms of like efficiency for your time. Also, if you're short on time, a great way that we can try and like utilize building more density into a workout. So like more sets and more reps is doing things like supersets and tri-sets. So um, personally, I'm a big fan of using that for things like uh, shoulders and arms. I think respond incredibly well to a higher amount of volume and getting like a really good pump. Um, which I think does work well for legs in certain aspects, but I don't think you should do it all the time. So I like to personally, I do a bit of a rotation, but that would be some tips in terms of time restrictions. Like let's try and focus on the big lifts, the big core compounds, the, the squats, deadlifts, um, like anything that's going to be utilizing a lot of different muscles. It's going to be the key to us getting progress here. And then like, if we're doing say smaller body parts, like shoulders and arms, let's go and let's try and just hammer them with like low rest periods, maybe like 30 seconds rest. Let's do supersets. Let's do triceps. Let's get things really, really pumped up, get good sweat on and then make that session as productive as possible. And that also applies to uh, some of the smaller muscle groups that people don't like to train as much, maybe like abs and calves. I think people respond really well to that type of training. So there's some tips in terms of like time restrictions. Um, to sort of segment off this podcast for the final bit, the big thing we want to try and focus on, as I alluded to at the start, was recovery. Now, what do we need to look at in terms of recovery? So our body is going to feel like it's been hit by a bus when we first go back to training. So I was very fortunate about four weeks ago, I got the opportunity to go and train uh, again at a proper gym physique warehouse. And I have literally, I don't think I've ever been so sore as I was after the first week. Um, and like that is what's going to happen to a lot of you. So in regards to recovery, this is really where we want to try and nail things down. So there's a couple of things we want to talk about here. So point number one, and I actually put an Instagram infographic about this, was hydration. So how much water you need to be drinking. So in the UK, it's obviously summer now. It's a bit hotter. So it's important to make sure we're drinking a lot of water. Uh, I would recommend it for anyone who's, if you're a guy, 80 kilos plus, you've got to be going over five liters of water a day easily. Like I'll, when I train, I'll drink um, a liter and a half of water, no problem at all. Like we really want to be drinking as much water as possible. It's a great way, particularly if you're looking to try and uh, burn body fat and get body fat out. Like how do you think body fat comes out of your body? You, you excrete it through urine mainly. So like that's something you really want to think about is like keeping really well hydrated because that will help in terms of recovery because your muscles will be more hydrated. Your joints will be more hydrated, which means you've got less risk of injury. With hydration though, we also want to come with a caveat to make sure we're taking on enough salts and minerals. So I'd recommend that you add a good quality, like pink Himalayan salt to your food. I personally like to add two grams uh, of salt pre-workout to my pre-workout meal, which helps just pull a little bit more water into the muscle. So that works very, very well. Uh, also in terms of hydration actually helps with uh, cellular hydration of muscles is creatine. So I'd recommend 
everyone takes five grams of creatine a day. People talk about water retention. It's BS. The water retention you get from creatine isn't like subcutaneous. So like under the skin, it's within the muscle. That's what creatine does. It pulls water into the muscle. So the muscle actually looks bigger and fuller, which is obviously what we we, uh, really, really want. Uh, Next up in the three pillars of hydration, we've got, uh, sorry, recovery. We've got point one, we've got hydration. Point number two is sleep. So I know a lot of people are incredibly busy. They have crazy lives nowadays, which is probably easier actually to be fair. A lot more people are working at home, but sleep is very important. So not just quality, uh, the length of sleep, but quality of sleep. So there's a couple of things here I'd recommend. Try not to eat two hours before going to bed. Now, anyone who knows me, I'm inherently greedy and I love food. So I actually quite like to go to sleep with a full stomach. Um, but with my aura ring, which is like a, a tracking device, I actually clocked if I ate too close to going to bed, it would have a very negative effect on my sleep by my resting heart rate being much higher because my body's trying to break down all this food, which would then have a negative impact on my recovery. So let's try not to eat two hours before we go to sleep. Let's try not to drink too much fluid before we go to sleep because then we're going to be up all night pissing all the time, which is not going to be ideal. And if you know, if you're like me, I find it incredibly annoying when you're having a wonderful sleep and then you have to get up to go to the toilet, which is not ideal. So let's try not to drink or eat too much before we go to bed. Uh, next up, I would suggest if you're a guy and you're a bigger guy, you struggle with breathing when you're asleep, uh, nasal strips work incredibly well. We also then want to look at the temperature of the room. Ideally have a cool room, which is your ideal uh, for body to uh, almost like cool down overnight and get into a deeper sleep. We ideally want to have a, as dark room as possible. So like no blue lights, no TVs on things like that. So, um, for example, I like to use what's called a manta face mask, which is just to cover my eyes because I'm incredibly sensitive to sleep. Uh, sorry, to sleep, to light, uh, wakes me up straight away. So I actually have to cover my eyes when I'm asleep to get better quality sleep. Um, so that's something I'd recommend if anyone else finds that like, like in the summer, they wake up very early just because it naturally becomes light. So that would be one thing to really pay attention to. Um, and just try and set up a decent environment for sleeping. And like, a lot of people talk about blue light blocking glasses and not watching TV before going to bed. Like I agree completely, but for me, like you have to look at what's realistic. Like for me, I'm winding in the evenings is watching Netflix for an hour or two with my wife. Um, so am I going to forego that so I can potentially sleep a bit? No, because that's part of my life. It's not what I like doing. So I, uh, sometimes I might wear blue light blocking glasses, which help a little bit in terms of reducing some of the blue light exposure to my eyes. Um, but again, like I actually find that relaxing, so that will then help me sleep better anyway. Um, one thing to talk about technology that I would always suggest that people do is that when you get to a certain point in the day, uh, sorry, in the evening, put your phone on airplane mode. Don't let anything come up and distract you because like you can have something bad. Someone sends you, I don't know, something bad happens and it sets you off on a bad message. Like you can't deal with it at that time from work, for example. And then like it'll set you off for the rest of the day uh, for the rest of the night and you can't sleep correctly. So we really want to focus on the good quality sleep um, and getting like a peaceful night's sleep. So there's some concise tips for that. Um, Lastly, on the third pillar of recovery, we want to look at protein. So protein is the most vital macronutrient our body needs. Um, So in terms of protein, how much would I recommend per person? Uh, I would recommend a, uh, a gram per pound of body weight. Um, you can go higher than that, in particular, if you're looking to cut, I recommend you have a high protein diet uh, because it protects the atrophy of muscle mass. In the situation where we're looking where people are coming back into training, where they're very detrained and there's going to be a lot of muscle DOMS, um, by DOMS, I mean delayed onset muscle soreness, that way you get soreness like a day or two after training. 
what we really want to focus on here is like recovery and giving enough nutrients for recovery. So we want to split our protein throughout the day through frequent meals, frequent shakes, um, just to make sure we have enough of that coming in to give our body the building blocks to repair, recover, and then go again. The biggest mistake I know everyone's going to make as soon as the gym's open is they want to go and train like twice a day, uh, do everything health, health leather, and then they'll probably burn themselves out and their body will have kittens and the nervous system will probably fall through the floor. So let's try and be sensible about what we're doing. Let's enjoy the gyms. Let's be passionate and support each other. If you guys need more concise help and you want some like guidance in terms of how to get back in shape, how to get awesome results going back to the gym, we are opening up a few spaces to work with myself and the CD coaching team on hands to hand, sorry, hands to hand, on a very hands-on approach program, which is our elite coaching program. Or we also have got the Shredinate and Sculptinate programs, which are currently still just £37 a month, which is a full gym training program for you to get back into the gym and custom diet. For either of those options, please hit the link below. The podcast would love to have you guys involved. You've transformed thousands of lives this year already. I would love to have you next. Hope to all see you in the gym soon. If you see me, come grab me because I'm literally going to be pumped to see everyone again. And if you found this podcast episode helpful, please share it to your stories to share it with a friend to help them get the best gains possible. When they get back to the gym, please, please, please just enjoy yourselves. No pressure when you get back to the gym and have a wonderful first session back. Can't wait to see you all there.